We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? Welcome to the Six Man Show Post Game Live, presented by Rockham. Well, folks, disappointing night at Kia Center. Magic are now 0-2 at Kia Center, for the record. Uh, I still don't know if it's the Kia Center or Kia Center. They made a really big deal during the announcement. Everyone kept calling it Kia Center, then they stopped. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Magic fall tonight, 112-92 to at the hands of the Philadelphia 76ers. Not a good night offensively uh, for the Magic. I think uh, a lot of that is credit to Philadelphia's defense. I thought Philly played terrific defense tonight. Maybe the best defensive performance we've seen against the Magic this season. I could potentially argue for that. However, still a lot of uh, missed open shots tonight, and we're going to talk about it. It's going to be great. Can't wait, guys. Uh, chat, how are we doing tonight? Hope you guys are well. Uh, we'll check in with you in just a second. But first, the Six Man Show Post Game Live is presented by Rockham. Rockham is the world's largest sock store. It's an amazing company. They make great socks, underwear, some other things coming out in 2024. I'm just gonna, I'm just leaving it there. Just a little teaser for you. Uh, but yeah, it's a great company. We love them a lot. It's a Central Florida company as well, with their headquarters located in Orlando. They've been a great uh, partner for us, and so we love getting to promote their stuff. Again, whether it's socks, underwear, whether it's Orlando Magic stuff or NBA, NHL, uh, NFL, college sports, and then, of course, non-sports things as well, Disney, Marvel, Harry Potter, you name it. They've got all kinds of licenses for all kinds of really fun things. And so when you shop there, please use the code MAGIC20. I'll get you 20% off of your order at checkout at rock'em.com. Again, shop at rock'em.com for all kinds of fun Orlando Magic gear or gear for other things as well. Check them out and use that code MAGIC20. All right, chat. Let's check in with the chat. The real maniacs are here tonight. This is what I say, guys. Like, it's easy. It's easy for someone to click on this, you know, whether it's a live stream on YouTube or whether you're watching this later or whether you're listening to this later on our podcast feed. It's easy for someone to tune in for this after a fun win, right? Oh, you know, I'm enjoying this. I want to want to see what the Six Man Show says about this night. But it's the maniacs, the real ones, the crazy ones who tune in after a, what ended up being a 20-point loss, although the game was certainly much closer than the score indicates. After a big loss, you still check in because you want to you wanna sulk. You want to be sad with us. And so thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Uh, let's see here. Mess says, the paint game is unreliable if you're not making outside shots. That is facts, dude. 
We One thing we know about the Magic, the Magic don't have to be an elite three-point shooting team to win games, but they have to be halfway respectable. And tonight they were not. You know, tonight they shoot 27% from three. Uh, not good. Not good. Um, Thanks, Praise. It says, you know you're a Magic fan when you're down 20, but still smile and clap when Jet hits a closing three. Yeah. How about that, Jet Howard? It, even though uh, Marcus Morris was telling him not to, he did it anyway, which I thought was kind of fun. Man said Caleb Houston played all right. He did. Caleb Houston was, was good tonight. The Only Hero says, I'm sick of teams just clogging the paint when they play us and our offense folds. Um, what? Oh, 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 sorry, I can't read. We know what they're going to do, and you're telling me coaches can't come up with an offensive game plan for that? Well, it's, it's tough, The Only Hero, because when when teams clog the paint which the Sixers did pretty well tonight at least at least protecting the paint preventing guys from getting in the paint it ends up leaving guys open from distance and tonight the magic had many of those what do we take 33 threes many of those threes were open or wide open and so the fact that we couldn't knock them down is disappointing again it's not anything new this is magic basketball uh, we have nights like this more often than not, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, teams, if they're smart, which as much as I cannot stand Nick Nurse, he's a somewhat good basketball coach, and Philadelphia is full of very good defenders. He knows how you can beat this Orlando Magic team. And they did it tonight. Thanks, Praises says, super rough game, but across the country, back-to-backs are almost always difficult. Yeah. We said this coming into the season. This is a game you probably lose. I, I thought Embiid being out gave you a chance, and technically it did. You were in this game until the last nine minutes, essentially. Uh, but it's just unfortunate that it got away from us. You could definitely tell we lost a step at the end. Um, Dizzy says, Philly didn't win this. We lost it. I think it's a mixed bag. Again, I think Philly played terrific defense tonight. They dared us to shoot, and we shot and couldn't make him. So in some ways, you're totally right, Dizzy. You know, we had a lot of open looks and couldn't make them. Also, turnovers were a big problem. Big problem. And again, I know Philadelphia played great defense, but we had a lot of unforced turnovers that were not good. Joseph Chubb says, Mo Bamba misses us. I thought it was really funny that Dante said on the broadcast that Cole Anthony mandated a um, basically a no contact, a no interaction rule for Magic coaches and players with Mo Bamba until the end of the game. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, Didalos says... Kia Center curse? I know. That's what I'm saying. We had a, what was it, a nine-game home win streak? What was the home win streak? Eight games? I don't remember what it was, guys. A big win streak at home, and all of a sudden we, you know, changed the name, and now we can't win? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes on Friday. Uh, let's see. Chris says, defense sucked. Offense sucked. Other than that, it was pretty good. <laughs> That's funny. You know, to be fair, I, the defense tonight was okay. Um, the fourth quarter, we just completely folded. And I, I don't know how much of that was due to fatigue or just the note that I have for this game tonight overall was everything was a struggle, like offensively. There was no rhythm for the Magic at any stretch in this game. Sometimes the Magic, even though they can have a bad game, they can go on a stretch, you know, for four, five, six minutes where the offense just all of a sudden snaps and you get multiple possessions in a row with great looks. That did not happen tonight at any point. At any point tonight did that happen. And so big, big time struggle tonight offensively. And defensively, up until you know the collapse in the fourth quarter, you held them to pretty good numbers. 
Uh, again, that's a that's a good shooting team over there, and you held them even on the night. They ended up at like thirty five percent. Let me see, thirty five percent on the night, and they couldn't miss in the fourth quarter. You know, going into you know after three quarters, they were shooting worse than us, and that's saying something because we ended up at twenty seven percent. So. Uh, Didala says, yeah, that fourth quarter made the final score seem more lopsided than this game actually was, though. 100%. This game was there for the taking. We're going to talk about it in a little bit, but it was a three-point game with nine and a half minutes to go. And you'd end up losing by 20. But uh, Let's see here. Matt says, I almost feel like with Embiid, it would have been a closer game. I don't know about that. I, I get what you're saying, but I don't know about that. Embiid's <laughs> that dude is on, on fire this year. He averaged 40 points last week. Like, that's insane. Yeah, Quentin says it's like a support group when we lose. Exactly. That's what we want this to be. That's what we want the Six Man Show postgame live to be. When we're rocking, we're feeling good, we come in here and we celebrate. And when we're down, we come in here and it's a support group. <laughs> oh, man. Let me scroll down a little bit further here. Let's see. Noel says, get some shooters, trade everyone but Suggs, Paolo, and Franz. <laughs> yeah, tonight, the. Yeah, even Paolo was bad tonight. Powell is not good. Um, Leslie says, why wait until the end of the game to actually put a shooter in? And Leslie's referring to Jet. Jet's a mystery for the Orlando Magic right now. Because um, we we were told, you know, as he was drafted, he's a great shooter and all those kinds of things. He's not shot well in the NBA. He shot well in the G League. Uh, when he comes in in the very small stints that he's played for the Orlando Magic, he hasn't looked great. So, you know, I'm hoping these reps in Osceola will will improve that and he'll be able to get some reps here later in the season. Uh, let's see here. Mess has both teams played hard. <laughs> yeah, love that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joseph Chubb says, on the broadcast, they showed Mo giving everybody love, and it was the only enjoyable part of the game. Yeah, that was fun. Sean says, what is going on with Fultz? 22 straight games with a sore knee. Kevin, I almost want to get my tinfoil hat conspiracy. Yeah, the thing with this whole Markel knee thing, and I'm not a doctor, so this is not medical insight or anything like that. But they talked about it being tendonitis. And people who are familiar with that or have had that or are, you know, potentially in the medical field have said that is a challenging injury and it flares up. It's hard to manage, hard to overcome. And even when you overcome it, it can come back. And so definitely concerning. Not going to lie. Very, very concerning. Um, 22 games is a lot. It's a lot. So, yeah, it's it's very easy to fall into those kinds of ways of thinking, like you're saying, Sean, like conspiracy theory, like what's going on behind the scenes, but I don't know. I'd like to think it really is legit, but we'll see. Kaiser Soze, which I still don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, because uh, I understand this is a reference from a film that I haven't seen yet, but Fultz has missed 25 games, Kaiser says, affect uh, money negotiations, contract negotiations. Again, similar to what Sean's saying, I don't know. I, I that was that one certainly would surprise me. I would doubt that Markel would be kept out for that long, and would impact his contract standing. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Dizzy, this is also true. He says uh, I wouldn't say we didn't have our runs, but they didn't. But they immediately countered them all the time. That is true. 
uh, David and Jeff said on the broadcast so many times, and it happened tonight, you got the lead down to three, four, five, several times in the second and third, and then beginning of the fourth quarters, and Philadelphia every single time responded with a run. The big one was, you know, in that fourth quarter, nine and a half minutes to go, you get it down to three points, 86-83 on the Caleb Houston triple. And Philadelphia responds instantly with an 8-0 run. Pretty sure, and by 8-0 run, I mean it was like 8-0 run in like 90 seconds. Like it was triple, triple, and then I can't remember what the the two, it was like a Tobias Harris float or something like that. I don't remember, but either way. Um, Joseph Chubb says, MB would have put 50 on us. I don't know, Goga's back there. But uh, yeah, he's Embiid's been insane this season. Uh, let's see. Cameron says the Kia curse. You're not wrong so far. You're not wrong so far. And David Erickson also says producer Kevin blame this one on Kia. Right now we got no one else to blame, so Kia's got to get it together. That's all I'm saying. Got to get it together. Um. Let's see. Noel says I feel like we should have kept Goga in the starting lineup. I. I I think um, I think I'm with you there. I think I'm with you there. Not that I don't think Wendell should be playing. He definitely needs to be playing in order to get back up to game speed and game fitness. But Gogo was playing well in the starting lineup. And if Wendell isn't at a hundred percent, yeah, he probably shouldn't be starting. It's very telling though the stretches that we're seeing Gogo play. Like tonight, he played. Um, wait, is that right? Does this say Goga played eight minutes tonight? I could have sworn it was like 15. He did. He played eight minutes and 49 seconds. Okay. Never mind. I take back what I said. That's surprising to me. For, for some reason, I thought he played at least 12 minutes. But either way, doesn't matter. Yeah, I, 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 I think I'm with you there. I think I'm with you there. But then it's tough for Mosley because he's made this decision. Does he backtrack and say, oh, I'm going to put Goga in until Wendell's at 100%? I don't know. I don't know. Matthew Kennison says, uh, so I'm going to be ruthless on this. I'm ready to put Carter Jr. and Fultz in a trade package. I've seen this a lot lately. While I think it's a little early for that, I don't fully blame Magic fans for starting to think that way. I mean, it's obvious. You know, you go on a nine-game win streak without those guys. You know, obviously a nine-game win streak, a nine-game stretch is, is not what the Magic are looking at, right? And Magic fans shouldn't be looking specifically just at the nine-game win streak. We all have to be thinking about the long-term future of this team. Obviously, this season we're going to make, hopefully, make the playoffs, have fun, all that kind of stuff. We're not, but we're not going to win an NBA title this year, guys. Okay? Breaking news, news flash. Don't want to rain on anyone's parade, but we're not winning the NBA championship this season. And that that shouldn't be our goal. Like our our goal shouldn't be to just be a playoff team every year. The goal for the Magic and for any NBA team should be to become NBA champions. And so you have to look at the entire roster and not just think about this season, which this is fun. We're having a good time. I know tonight sucked, but this has been a great season. Not just what's going to work for this season, but ultimately what is going to work, as I've said many times on this show, in three, four, five, six seasons from now, when Paolo and Franz are in their prime and we are truly gunning for NBA championships every single season that those two are playing together in Orlando. That's what it comes down to for me. Uh, and so does that mean trading Wendell and Markel takes us a step towards that? I don't know. I don't know. It's something for Jeff Weltman to think about. And and again, like I said, while I'm not with you there exactly yet, 
Uh, I think it was Matthew that said that. Yeah, Matthew, I'm not fully with you. I don't blame you. I'll just say I don't blame you f- to start thinking about that. Um, a lot of people talking about Wendell's defense. Yeah, Wendell tonight defensively, one of the worst defensive performances from Wendell I've, I can remember. Um, in the wrong position several times, several possessions, with a, just lack of effort essentially on defense, on defense. So a little bit concerning. And again, he's just getting back into it. The second night of back to back, how much of that is weighed into it? I don't know. I don't know. Quentin says Rome wasn't built in a day. That's exactly right, man. That is exactly right. Chris D says, dang, now I need to get that magic 2024 NBA champs tattoo removed. Crap. Sorry. Hate to break it to you. Hate to break it to you. Uh, Luis Rosario says, NBA champions in season 40 when we get a few quality free agents and Paolo and Franz are at their peak. That'd be fun. 40th anniversary of Magic Basketball, the 28-29 season. That'd be really fun. That's win the championship that season. Another super chat from Kaiser says, Fultz, Ingles, and a second for Bojan Bogdanovich. I don't know. Maybe. Seems like a lot, but that Boyan Bogdanovich is a million years old, you know. But who knows? Michael Lynch says, hit the like button, Magic Maniacs. Go Magic. Yeah, while you're hanging out here, why don't you hit that like button here on this uh, fun Wednesday night? Um, before I give my thoughts on the game, we look at the box score and all those kinds of things. Do want to remind you that uh, we have a new episode of the Six Man Show tomorrow. Jonathan and Luke will be breaking down this game as well as the Wizards game. And looking ahead to a very interesting several days ahead for the Magic. Obviously, Friday, you face the Knicks, and then you go out west. It's going to be very interesting to see how the Magic handled that West Coast trip. Had a great uh, West Coast trip to start the season. You start off uh, in Phoenix, which Phoenix is a bit of a dumpster fire right now. Internally, all kinds of issues. Obviously, on paper, that's a terrific basketball team, but... They're in a bit of a mess right now, and so we'll see if the Magic can take advantage. And then you do like Golden State, Sacramento, Denver, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. It's going to be tough. That is a tough trip. Uh, but yeah, Jonathan Luke will be on the Six Man Show uh, for you guys to listen to that tomorrow or watch that tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. All right, uh, my thoughts on this game. Really sluggish start, and then Jalen Suggs goes off, scores the first seven points for the Magic all at the rim. I thought Jalen was terrific tonight. Uh, we talked about it, I believe, was it last night's game? All these days are getting mixed up. But last night's game, we we talked about he just wasn't getting to the rim at all. He was settling for jumpers. Tonight was the opposite. He was just cutting nonstop tonight, abusing the Sixers off the ball. And the match did a great job of finding him. Uh, ends up with 11 points in the first quarter to lead all scorers. Uh, scorers and the Magic uh, trailed by one after the first quarter. Then, towards the end of the second uh, second quarter, again, still a tight game. And I'm not going to say it over and over again because this was a tight game all the way to the last nine minutes of this game. Uh, end of the second quarter, Philadelphia's defense like hit a different level. Uh, they switched to a zone defense the last few possessions of the second quarter, and it just totally messed with the magic. They couldn't do anything offensively. And then you go into the third quarter, and the offense was completely stagnant. Um, I, again, I mentioned this earlier, but... The, the, the word I would use tonight was struggle. Like, the uh, every possession tonight, offensively, I felt like was a struggle for the Magic. Every bucket, whether it was at the rim or from distance, every bucket was 
they, they had to work their tails off to get it, right? Whereas on the other end, the Sixers had, while they had some easy buckets, they also hit a lot of really contested shots, whether, again, at the rim or from three. And it felt very demoralizing as a Magic fan. I, I imagine it felt the same way for the players, where you you have to work for every single offensive possession, and the guys on the other end are just able to you know hit contested shots or whatever. It, a little bit of a tough stretch there. Um, and again, I mentioned this earlier. I didn't feel like we had any rhythm tonight. Like there were no stretches. Yes, where there were stretches where we cut into the lead, but it didn't feel like a, a you know a big burst, a big run that the Magic have sometimes, where it's like 11-0 in a couple minutes or something like that. It just wasn't like that all night long. There was there wasn't a, there was not a single section where we I felt like we had a rhythm. And again, that's a lot of that is credit to. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers, who I thought played great defense tonight. I think we got to give them some credit. That's a good team over there. Even without Embiid, they play really hard. Great rebounding team. Uh, very physical. And I respect all of them, except for Patrick Beverly, who's a clown. Um, <laughs> again, Magic got it down to 86-83 with that Caleb Houston three. Powell hit a three, then Houston hit a three. Get it to a three-point game with like 9.36 to go. And then from then on out, it was all Philadelphia. All Philadelphia. They go on a quick 8-0 run, and then it ended up being a 26-6 run up until that Jet Howard 3 in garbage time. Uh, yeah, the Magic scored 6 points before that Jet Howard 3, scored 6 points in the last 9.5 minutes of this game. 6 points. Yikes. Yeah. Not good. Not good. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Uh, while we're over here wallowing in our pain and our suffering, let's take a look at the box score because it is painful. This is an ugly box score. With the exception of a couple guys, one being Franz, he was pretty good tonight. 8 of 16 from the field. Obviously, only 1 of 5 from 3 is not good, especially considering I would say that 4 of those 5 were wide open. That's disappointing. He did go 7 of 8 from the line, so that's great. 5 boards, 3 assists, a steal. Four turnovers for Franz, not his best effort there. Paolo was horrendous shooting the basketball tonight. <laughs> not going to lie. 
6 of 21 from the field and 1 of 8 from 3. Good grief. For those that are mathematicians at home, that is 28% from the field, 12% from 3. Yikes. He does go 6 of 7 from the line, so that's great. He does get 9 boards, so that's great. 4 assists, only 1 turnover. Again, everything else from Paolo tonight was great. The shooting was not. Speaking of not great, Wendell, 1 of 4 from the field, 0 of 2 from 3, hit both of his free throws, 4 boards, an assist and 2 blocks for 4 points in 22 minutes. I believe that is the most he's played since coming back. Don't quote me on that. That's just, just uh, I can't talk. That's just off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, 4 points in 22 minutes from your starting center and only 4 rebounds. Not good. Not good. Jalen was the other bright spot tonight. 20 points for him, 8 of 12 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3. Made all three of his free throws, had two boards, an assist, a steal, a block. Did have three turnovers, and all three, if I'm remembering correctly, were not good. Um, what I really liked about Jalen tonight, uh, he took 11, he took 12 shots. I would guess that 6 to 7 of those were at the rim, you know? Uh, like we talked about earlier, a lot of backdoor cuts and things like that, so... Great night from Jalen. Anthony Black definitely came back down to earth after last night. Three points on one of six shooting, one of three from three. All three of those were wide open. Four boards, four assists, a steal, a block. No turnovers for Anthony Black, so good stuff there. Um, Cole, man, we could have really used a, a spark from Cole tonight, but they locked him up pretty good on the defensive end. He had five points, two of seven from the field, one of four from three. Six boards an assist, four turnovers for Cole in 23 minutes. Not great. Caleb Houston, we talked about him earlier. Thought he was pretty good. Two of four from the field. All of those shots were from three. Hit his only free throw. Had six rebounds tonight and two assists. I think Caleb lately has been rebounding the basketball really well. So credit to Caleb. Uh, next up, we had Mo Wagner. Man, invisible tonight. Two points. 0 of three from the field. Uh, two rebounds and assist. Yikes. He had Chuma come in. He scored three, four rebounds for him. Goga, a couple of points, one rebound, four blocks in eight minutes. Goga was everywhere swatting those shots. And then Trevor and Queen Jet Howard and Admiral Schofield came in for the final 115. Uh, I have some overarching thoughts about this box score, but I want to check into chat really fast before I just make things uh, even more miserable. Uh, let's see. Uh, where was that? I saw something I wanted to mention. Uh, first off, Sean says we need Kevin to watch uh, lineup scene, usual suspects. Yeah, everyone keeps talking about usual suspects, guys. I know I need to watch it. It's hard. It's hard to watch films during basketball season, but I, I'll have to figure that out. Um, Nesto says shooting has been, has been a problem for years now. That's true. Uh, Magic starters, 4 of 20 tonight from 3. Ouch. Yeah. I have some stats on this whole box where I'm going to share in a second. Jesus is here. He says, our lack of offense is a guaranteed first-round sweep. We suck. Yeah. The thing with his Magic team is, uh, we'll put it together for, you know, in a playoff series. We would we would put it together for one or two games, and we win those games because we shoot well on one or two nights, but is that good enough to win a series? I don't know. I think defensively this team is good enough to make things interesting. I think it'll keep us in a lot of games, maybe similar to tonight, where it's a close game, 
into the fourth quarter, and then just the offense disparity gets away from us. I think that's very possible. <laughs> Didalis is that box score making me feel more ill than I already am. Yeah, I warned you. I warned you. Um, okay. Looking at the, looking at this box score, some things that just stick out to me before I even look at the team stats, like the individual stuff here that is uh, very interesting. The team, like I said, shoots 39% from the field, 31 of 79. So Franz goes 8 of 16, 50%. Jalen goes 8 of 12, 66%. Everybody else, well, you have Caleb going 2 of 4. Let's let's get rid of Caleb as well. If you get rid of Franz and Jalen Suggs and Caleb Houston, the team shoots 12 of 44 from the field. 12 for 44. According to my handy-dandy calculator, which is not working. Here we go. 12, 44, 27% from the field by players not named Franz, Jalen, and Caleb. Yikes. That is painful. Rough. Um, that's not even talking about three-point shooting. Uh, let's see. Who are the positive three-point shooters here? We had 50, 50, 50. Okay, one of two. Three of six and four of eight. So we get rid of four of eight. That means the rest of the team, other than those guys, went five of 25. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. Mess. 25%. Whatever. It, it is what it is. It's, um, it's the story. And again, I, I don't want to sit here and say, you know, magic had a ton of open shots. I mean, they did, but like I, I genuinely thought Philadelphia's defense was very good tonight. I thought they were sensational. Worthy winners. I I, I think a lot of it, I, I don't want to say all of it was the magic shooting themselves in the foot. I think Philadelphia earned that. But there were still points to be scored there and the magic couldn't. So anyway, magic lose every single quarter tonight. Don't win a single one, uh, which is unfortunate because <laughs> you got to win a quarter to win a game. <laughs> Points in the paint. Look at this, guys. I know the Wizards are terrible. Magic had 70 points in the paint last night. They have 40 tonight. That just kind of shows you the different ends of the spectrum there when it comes to the Wizards, who are a terrible defensive team in Philadelphia, who I thought played great defense tonight. Uh, and they just dismantle you in the paint. 58 points in the paint for the Sixers. Very rare for the Magic to lose that battle by 18 points on a night. Unheard of for this Magic team. Uh oh yeah, and bench points. 22 bench points for this team. 22 for the Magic. That has to be a season low. I don't have those numbers in front of me, but but I do not remember. Maybe there's a night when we scored 20, but I mean it's got to be close. Again, 16 turnovers, same as last night. Not great. Led to 15 points off turnovers for Philadelphia. And then uh the rest of the team stats here, we already mentioned the yeah. The Sixers made 14 more field goals than you. Again, the free throw line is the only thing keeping you in this game. You go 21 of 24 from the free throw line, so credit to the Magic there. They did a great job at the line tonight. You give up 12 offensive rebounds to the Sixers compared to your 9. 17 assists on 31 turnovers. Look at this. The Sixers, 14 assists on 45 field goals. I misspoke earlier. I said turnovers. Magic had 17 assists on 31 field goals, where the Sixers, 14 assists on 45 field goals. 
That's crazy to only have 14 assists on 45 field goals. But it's kind of a, kind of a testament to how the Sixers were able to get a lot of their own shots in their own way, and didn't rely didn't have to rely on quote unquote good basketball moving the ball around. But you know it is what it is. All right, guys. Um, before we look at the scores and the standings and talk about Friday's game against the Knicks, I do want to remind you that this show is presented by uh, Rockham. Rockham is the world's largest sock store. They're a Central Florida company. Their headquarters is in Orlando. Uh, their employees are in Orlando. They do everything there from Orlando, from design and marketing, social media, um, and then, of course, manufacturing as well. It's all done in Orlando. This is not a company where like they come up with all these designs and it's made overseas and quality is terrible and they ship it over and all this kind of stuff. No, everything is done in Central Florida. So it, it's, it's a great company. Definitely highly recommend them. And please uh, use the code MATCH20 when you shop there to get 20% off at rockham.com. All right, other scores from around the association tonight. Magic lose by 20. That's tragic. Bucks destroy the Nets by 22. Raptors destroy the Wizards by 30. Mavericks are currently leading the Cavaliers by 9. This next one is the one that really Magic fans should be looking at. Thunder lead the Knicks 100-94 to right now. Of course, the Magic play the Knicks on Friday. Um, so that one will be interesting to see if... If it's me, I'm sitting here rooting for seven overtimes in that game. <laughs> but we'll see. And then the Suns are uh, currently being the Rockets. Excuse me. And then what does tonight mean for the standings? Tonight was a big game for the standings. As big as a game in December could be because, um, as you can tell, the Magic now have dropped to fifth in the conference. They had a chance to cut into that Philadelphia lead, who's currently the three seed. But the Heat beat the Magic tonight. Or, sorry, the Heat passed the Magic tonight in the standings. Um, we are tied, you know, 18 and 12, but the Heat do own the tiebreaker because they beat us uh, last week. I think it was last week. Uh, Magic now 4 and 6 in their last 10, so not great there. Um, still holding their opponents to 110 points per game, which is third best in the East right now, behind only Boston and uh, those Sixers that we just played. So admirable, admirable there. Uh, but at the same time, they are, uh, what is that, the fourth, fifth lowest scoring team in the East? So, not great. Wait, no, that, that's not true at all. We are the third worst scoring team in the East, so even better. <laughs> um, anyway, I can't count. It is what it is. Tough night for the Magic tonight. Uh, but get a new chance on Friday, guys. Friday is a very interesting game. Um... The Knicks are a good team. They sit there 17-12, just a half game back of the Magic. They could be, it's depending off they were able to come back in Oklahoma City tonight. Uh, they could be tied with the Magic, 18-12, coming into Friday's game, which would be uh, even more intrigue added to, the, to that game. Um, that's a good team over there. Julius Randle, as inconsistent as he is, still very capable. Jalen Brunson is <laughs> so good. Dropped 50 just a couple weeks ago. Um, but it's a scary game. Um, I don't know what to expect. And obviously, if you're a Magic fan, you know the Knicks games in Orlando are some of the worst games that we have every season. Because, uh, number one, the Knicks plays well there. And number two, uh, Knicks fans are the worst. Quite literally, the two worst experiences I've ever had at Magic games were... Um, Knicks games. And so uh, 
We'll see how that goes on Friday, but hopefully the Magic can get off to a great start to keep those Knicks fans quiet, and that would be awesome. Chat, let me check out your final thoughts. While I do that, I will be uh, appearing on Knicks Film School tomorrow. They're doing a preview of the Magic game. I could chat with uh, with those guys, a fellow Blue Wire podcast. Um, and so we'll share a link with that tomorrow, but uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Words for Life says Goga Swat. Yeah, four blocks in eight minutes. That's legit. You love to see that. JSQ says Bench Let Us Down. Yeah. Big time. Big time. What do we say? 21 points from the bench tonight? Where, where'd that go? 22 points from the bench tonight. Not great. Not great. Uh, Luis Rosario says, I was at the 1999 final sweep. This is nothing yet. Give it time to get better. Look at that. You were around for the good old days, the original good old days, which is awesome. Words for Life says, numbers don't lie. These can't even fib a little. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Oh, man. And Matt says, nothing worse than Knicks and Heat fans. It's true. They are the worst. They are the worst. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Always tough to to have nights like this. But again, what I like to remind us all the time, it is an 82-game season. No team is going to go 82-0. Uh, only one team has gone 73-9. So, you know, these nights are going to happen. Like I said, tune in to the Six Man Show tomorrow. Jonathan and Luke will break this all down. Oh, we got a super chat. Kaiser Sose, $5. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. We got to go. The show is over. Thanks for being here. See you Friday. Let's go magic. <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.